Welcome to Communicate Kindly, the podcast. I'm Mary Feldman. And I'm Karen McCormick. Let's have a conversation about our conversations. Hi, everybody. It's Mary here. Welcome back to Communicate Kindly, the podcast. I want to thank all of you who take the time to listen each week. Karen and I love hearing your takeaways from each episode, so please be sure to share your comments on Instagram, Facebook. You can send us a DM. There are lots of ways to let us know your thoughts as we put out this content with our mission to transform the world one conversation at a time. And please be sure to rate, review, and share the podcast. It really helps us so much. And I also want to remind you that I'm here for one-on-one coaching. If there is a particularly difficult conversation that you're navigating, or if you just need some coaching in your life, you can schedule a free clarity call through my website, communicatekindly.com. So Karen and I spent last weekend with our other besties, Gail and Lisa, and we had a great time reconnecting. And after having a few meals together, I had to ask Karen to explain her method of ordering in restaurants. Take a listen. So how about last weekend? We had a ball. It was it was something every young lady as ourselves <laughs> should experience. The girls club gathering. Yes. And, and it's four of us. I mean... Tell our listeners about our girls club, how we roll, how long we've been in operation. And- well, yeah. So the four, four besties, her, me, Gail and Lisa, we've been friends for 40 some years. It's been a long time, 40 years. So we had a girls club weekend last weekend and we had many opportunities to practice communicating kindly yeah. that I think we should share with our listeners. Okay. So, well, let's, let's give the background on the four of us when we're together. Okay. So usually um, Mary meets us halfway or more than halfway because you're in Virginia Um So it started out really very good that before you came into existence with us, we had a little thing with the hotel and the three of us really communicated kindly and worked it out and rearranged to get a better hotel. Okay. I think you need to tell the story of arriving. So Karen, Gail, Lisa, we came from Philadelphia to meet me in St. Michael's, Maryland. And I got a phone call when I was about an hour outside of St. Michael's. I was in the Annapolis area and I got a phone call from Karen saying, Mayor, where are you? (laughs) And I told her that I, or I told you, I told you that I was just around Annapolis and you said, well, you might want to pull over. (laughs) Because we're probably staying in Annapolis and not in St. Michael's. So I wasn't quite sure what was going on in St. Michael's. And you'll need to share the story because I wasn't there in St. Michael's. So Gail, which you'll also hear her called Gee. When I talk about Gail, I always say Gee. That's her nickname from me. 
And Guy put this package together and had us all sign off on it. And we all agreed this looks great. Well, it must have looked better on paper. Uh, <laughs> so when we got there, it really did look like it would have sufficed. And Gail and I were, you know, okay with it. I didn't really care, but our friend Lisa has issues with allergies and she's allergic to mold and she has more um, boxes to check. So I got the vibe that Lisa was not comfortable. Gail was very comfortable and I was somewhere in between. So we went and looked at it and there was a little eerie feeling. I will tell you, I did get a little eerie feeling. And I also felt like, boy, this is a little tiny motel. We're boxed in and there was nowhere to go. No gym, no lobby. And it was just a street like off of the motel. So we looked and talked and made a decision that we were going to um, say no to that place. And then we picked another place online and we told Mary, meet us there. And it all worked out beautifully. And we were all really kind with it. Nobody was like, oh, no, I'm staying here. No, I can't stay here. So, I mean, we were really wonderful. So that's that's the the premise of how the weekend started. Well, and, and how was it with the person that you were dealing with at the hotel? He could with, care less. Yeah. So there was so communication was pretty good on he with regard to that situation. Less. Yeah. So so we don't really need to get into all of that, but that really set a real good standard of how the four of us so highly respect and love each other that we just rolled with it and made it happen and it couldn't have been better. So we met at a hotel in Annapolis and I'm going to tell you my side of that story, okay. which is Karen coming in and saying, Mayor, it was like the shining. <laughs> <laughs> and separately, Lisa saying to me, Mayor, it was like Shit's Creek. <laughs> So you put a very positive spin on that because the version I got was not quite that nice. Um, but you did say that you would have been okay staying there. Yeah. So, so that was great. that was our that was our getting together on Friday. And we got to the hotel and and it was a miserable weather night, but we had a nice dinner and hung out and it was just great to get back together with it was all, all of the besties so together. all right now i know where you want to go with this so we're going to get right to the point so we, we all had a wonderful time so mary about the going to dinner and breakfast and lunch and all these things we do um mary is intrigued i think by me the way that i place orders with wait staff and servers and how that goes and mary just shuts her mouth and looks at me and i could tell she looks at me in uh wonderment or puzzlement or um all like, of the above judgment <laughs> i try not to be judgy i am definitely intrigued and in wonder and <laughs> a bit confused <laughs> my family will like this because they hate this about me so go ahead 
so we had a lovely dinner Friday night, and then on Saturday, we um, strolled around Annapolis, and then we went to lunch. We had a nice lunch outside, and I was I was intrigued because I don't think that our server was really, really enjoying mm. our way of ordering. <laughs> My way of order. I just yeah, I don't I, I just didn't get the sense that um she was really enjoying it. So of course that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but what was intriguing for me was that Karen will ask the server what they like on the menu. <laughs> and I know a lot of folks do that, but I really never understood it because I think, well, what does it matter what the server likes? Because they're, you know, they, first of all, they don't care what you order. And I just don't understand if you could have totally different tastes and, and if you're going to ask the server between two or more things, what they're going to order, the, what you should order, they're going to pick the most expensive thing, of course. Mm -hmm. So I am baffled by the question. <laughs> so I was having a conversation with my son, Dan, yesterday, and I was telling him about the weekend. And I said, it's just really interesting that when we get together and we go to order and like Karen asks what the server would prefer. And he, he was a server for many years. And I said, would that bother you? And he was, said, not at all. Mm -hmm. And he's, and so he kind of called me out on okay. the fact that I, I wouldn't say bothered, bewildered. Yes. Bothered. <laughs> bothered no although I do get uncomfortable when the server's kind of like all right can we just get on with it um so I spoke to him about it and he said no he said I think it's a perfectly fine question he said you know it can be a little tough when you're uh, when the server's really busy and you're like okay just place your order mm -hmm. but um I said, after the server walked away, I asked Karen, I just, I would like to understand this. Why do you do this? Because what did I say? I don't even know what I said. Oh, you had, you had something to say to me. I said to Karen, why do you do this? And she very kindly said to me, I remember that. She sat back and gave me a look and said, because I want to be sold. I want to be sold. <laughs> yes. I am out to lunch and I want to be sold. I want I want her to tell me what she enjoys and I want to be sold on it. <laughs> and even if I don't particularly like it, I respect that she sold me on it. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is right on. I love, I think it's because I do think by nature, I'm a salesperson. Either I sell an emotion or I sell an attitude or I sell a meal. <laughs> and I like and respect people that are passionate and take an interest in me as the customer. So <laughs> yeah, I like to be sold. And let's, let's take it a step further. 
did I like what she sold me? Oh my gosh. I liked what she sold you. But of course, what was, so your options were a lobster grilled cheese or what? What was the other one? Do you remember? It was, I think it was a shrimp something. Oh, it might've been the shrimp salad which I did have and your lobster grilled cheese, man, it beat beat all of our dishes. It was (laughs) delicious. So she did give you the right one, but of course she's going to tell you to order the lobster grilled cheese. It was probably a couple more dollars than the other one. Well, so you're right. And, and she probably was, if she wanted her tip to be reflected in the price or she could have been just the kind of sales person that I am, that's going to speak the truth. And I would say something like, if you like lobster, this is to die for. If you like lobster and you want to spend a little extra money, this is to die for. If you don't have that in your price point, the shrimp might be just as satisfying. Oh, that was very well put. You are a salesperson. But I, and, and, you know, I, I really now honor that in myself because I am not going to sell somebody based on what I want. I'm not going to do that. I'm really not because I'm in a stage in my life now that I really want to be a presenter more than a salesperson and give you the facts and options of what the product is. And then you make that decision. Well, then why do you ask the server what they like? If Because I want them to sell me and present to me. And the truth is I needed, I, I like everything. You everything. did say that. You said, I like everything. And I like so everything. And I like somebody when it comes to even paint colors or decorating or, you know, outfits. I like a lot of things. So I need someone to make decisions for me sometimes because I'm all over the place. So tell me how this goes when you're with your family. Oh, and we're going actually tonight. Ed asked me out to dinner, Sunday night dinner. We'll probably go around five. And um, he said, ask Casey too. So now it's going to be Ed and Casey and me. And it's Sunday night, so we're going to be a little tired. Um, So we're going to all gather at five o'clock and we'll probably go to a a very, you know, low key kind of place. And I will probably go to a place that I know. So when I go to the place that I know, I don't have as many questions. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that helps them. But if it's a place I don't know, or I'm in a mood where I don't know really what I want, then I'm going to ask a ton of questions and I'm going, they all roll their eyes and I'm going to say something like, um, can I just have a seltzer? Do you have seltzer? And if it's a place like the Warwick Tavern around the corner, which is our little go-to little bar, no frills, we love it. Um, they look at you like, what's a seltzer? Like people come in here and have beer. Like, <laughs> And then my family goes, oh, mom, mom, just get a beer. <laughs> just order alcohol. Just get something like that. <laughs> the energy, the their, their faces go from, oh, we're out to dinner tonight to, oh, <laughs> green. 
<laughs> like I'm I'm like the killjoy. And then these waitresses are no frills, you know. They, they you know what you want. It's a place where you go and say, I'll take a beer, I'll take a shot, and I'll take a sandwich. And now I say, Oh, can I have salad of Russian dressing on the side? <laughs> so I treat myself when I go to the Warwick Tavern, the Wick. I will tell you, when I go there, I go there like I'm going to a five star restaurant because. I deserve to be treated as well as if I am at one of the fancy schmancy restaurants. And that's my attitude. Oh, Mary has that look on her face when I'm ordering my food. Go ahead. Give us your comment. <laughs> well, do you read the look on the server's face when you're... <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> when you're being I... very particular about what you're ordering? I look at it, but I feel like that's your job. And my kids and my husband look at it like, oh, you're torturing this person. However, I think, again, I feel I'm the kind of worker, too, that I always feel like my customer service is high. And I, if I were working there and someone said, a, a you know bar like that can i get my russian dressing on the side i would say absolutely you can so d do you ever have conflict when you're in these situations no. with servers no 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 not no. that you're aware of they just go back <laughs> and are like we always oh, end lady at table three honest to god mayor i always end up friends with these servers by the end of it look by the I'm end not sure if that happened last week yes it did Come on. She came out and gave me a sample of the one cider. She did, I, yeah. You know, and then by the end of it, she was had a little kick in her step. Now, could it have been that she was like, oh, good, these girls are <laughs> here. Now I'll be nice to them. However, I just, I feel like servers um, are the first front line of customer service and they get tipped very well at least i tip them well so when you go to a restaurant do mm -hmm. you know ahead of time that you're gonna be picking the menu apart or it, like yeah. do you ever just sit down and say oh there's if <laughs> there's what i'm gonna order and i'm just if, gonna i'll yeah. take number three and no substitutions do you ever do that occasionally if I know the place. So if I go to the Wick tonight, I know exactly what I'm going to get. And I'm going to suggest the Wick, maybe for this reason. If my husband says, let's try such and such place, and I'm going, oh, I don't know if they have gluten-free or I you know, don't want to have sugar or whatever, then I start thinking, oh, i got to ask them. Or if I look at the menu and everything looks good, and I'm in a place I can't make a decision, then I'm going to ask them to decide for me. Sometimes you just like to sit back, not make a decision, and say, could you order for me? Try it. It's like giving up control. Well, again, I am intrigued and <laughs> bewildered. And I remain <laughs> intrigued and bewildered. But I would like to be a little more like that. You're, you're very confident in your ordering. 
where I'm where I am not. I am very wishy-washy in my ordering, but I I don't make waves at all. It's like, oh, if you're gonna if that comes toasted, I'm taking it toasted. If that comes grilled, I'm <laughs> taking it really? grilled. Oh, that is so if that oh, if it doesn't come with a salad, I'm not gonna ask for a salad. So so again, that works for you. That works for you. Yeah, but does maybe it maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Maybe sometimes I should send my soup back because it wasn't hot enough. I did send French fries back recently because they were not hot enough. And you okay. know what? These were two of my other besties who I'm calling out, Suzanne. Oh. And I they poked fun at me for sending the fries back. I don't there's nothing worse than cold fries they didn't think that they were cold i thought they were cold i like them really really hot wow they claimed that they were burning their mouth on them which i think was an exaggeration Uh, but yes they kind of rolled their eyes at me for sending my fries back so they sound like they were very obedient patrons well they didn't rules they they didn't make waves at the cold fries in fact and are they wave makers perhaps not like your other bestie group they are not the wave makers my other bestie group okay well we are wave makers mayor we went to a hotel we didn't like um (laughs) and you took action and it worked out really well worked out great for me i didn't have to drive as far Yes, it did work out well. And I think we were kind about it with each other um, and with the guy who ran the booth. <laughs> but ran the booth, ran the front desk. Yeah, so it's interesting. And I really could put my head on my pillow saying, I felt like I was kind to that waitress. I wasn't mean to her, was I? No, you weren't mean. I just pick up, I pick up vibes and I picked up the vibe that she was like, oh, yeah, what are we right. doing here? <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, that's right. You pick up that vibe because you should go uh, and serve me because if I were the waiter and I was serving you, I would be giving you anything and everything you want. Well, I will say, Karen, you are always, you are always kind. You're, you're, you ask questions and you are kind. And (laughs) um, I don't know that you get that in return all the time from, from your server people. I have to think about that. If I've ever had a bad server. Um, Oh yeah, we did. Casey and I did have an incident when we were um, in Disney, actually. And um, they, everything started out great. And then by midway through, we got our appetizer, no problem. Then by midway through, we were losing our appetite. Nobody came to check on us. It was ridiculous. Where my daughter said, mom, this is crazy. And she, she's learning to make a little waves now, but like you, she would be, no, it's okay. I'm not going to say anything. So I said, well, I'm going to get up and see where she is, the server. And I got up and I was kind about it. Then we came back and we thought we would wait. And Casey was the one that said, no, this is ridiculous. And I said, okay, do you want to just call it a night? And we did. And we we talked to the manager and we said, listen, we understand you're short staff, whatever. We are going to call it a night. Thank you anyway. 
are you sure? Are you sure? And then they comped us something and off we went. Mm, yeah. So. Yeah, I would, I would, I would do that. Now you're always kind. You make sure that you get what you want. <laughs> and I have learned a lot from you regard in that regard, because I do send back my cold fries now when there was a time when I wouldn't. And I will tell you who taught me a lot. Who taught me a lot? Yeah, Brennan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Does not. Yeah, and, and honestly, through life. Settle for cold fries. No. And through life, her her and her two sisters have taught me a lot. Um, You know, I always consider myself the fourth Brennan sister. <laughs> and they really, they have an art about them. That, you know, their mom taught them well. And how to be kind and get what you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the key. It's about doing it kindly so that the server isn't like, oh, my gosh. There is one time we could say, probably 20 years ago. Yes. We're all in a different place. And we weren't as kind as we are now. We had young little kids. And I think it was you, me, and Gail went out. I don't think Lisa was with us. And Gail was being very good to me because at that time I was recovering from Lyme and I couldn't have certain food. And she was kind of demanding to the waitress, like, look, my friend is just getting better. She can only have this, 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 and this. What do you have on the menu? And I was grateful for that. I don't know if it was at another incident that we were all sitting and I think a meal came out to gail and it was not the way she preferred it to be and what did she do i my recollection is that the server asked if anything could be done and her response was no just take it away take it away no there was a better line i'm done with it Yeah, that was memorable. I have to tell you. See, that's the kind of thing that makes me want to crawl under the table. But she got. And and, and we got comped on something. Yeah, it it wasn't up to par. It wasn't up to par. Now, I don't think she would do that now. I know her. We grew 20 years later. At that time, I think that was, you know, where we were in life. Um, And good for her for that. One of the other things that stands in my mind was, God rest his soul, my dear old dad. Mm. He was not to be messed with when we went to a restaurant. And he was not to be messed with if he was being sold something and he didn't find satisfaction. He would ask to see the manager. Now, here we are, you know, many, many years later, and you get the definition of a Karen. And a Karen is she shows up with three kids and asks to see the manager. <laughs> we growing up would call that a Becker. And a ah. is the nickname of my dad. So, well, isn't that call- funny that now it's a Karen? So, let me tell you this quick story about servers so years ago i want to say 40 some years ago ed i'm dating him and he comes to a family meal out on a sunday 
And I don't know if it was a special occasion or we just thought, let's bring this, quote, boyfriend of Karen's out to dinner. We went to an Italian restaurant that no longer exists called Pavio's. And it was like kind of a good name. And to go out on a Sunday, it was like, ooh, this is like serious stuff. So we go to Pavio's and we're all sitting around. Now, this is when my dad was in his maybe early 50s. And he was at the level of high stress with his job, coming off of, you know, three kids out of college and just like in it or whatever. And we go out on a Sunday meal and I think it was my entire family and Ed. And we were sitting there and my dad asked at the Italian restaurant if he could have a side of spaghetti with his veal parmesan or whatever and the waiter said no no we we're not offering sides of spaghetti today now my husband was not from going to a pavio's on a sunday this was a big special occasion and like you he wanted to crawl under the table (laughs) after you know being with my family for the first time and my dad said no I want a side of spaghetti. This is an Italian restaurant. And the waiter again said, no, sir, I'm sorry. We have potatoes. (laughs) You can have potatoes on the side at this Italian restaurant. And my dad said, I want spaghetti. Let me see the manager. (laughs) And his voice raised. And even I at that time, Thought, oh my God, my dad always had Sunday night-itis because the next day he had to go back to his high stressful IBM job. And I was a little embarrassed and wanted to crawl under the table. And we all kind of were like, oh, and I looked at my two brothers and they were like, oh, oh, poor Ed. (laughs) And I really don't even know what the outcome of the night was. If he got the potatoes or the spaghetti. (laughs) So I think I have to leave that as a cliffhanger and ask my two brothers. But Ed, to this day, will talk about, yeah, I saw Becker in action. So how was Ed that well, night? Ed Do you remember? Timid. He mm-hmm. was timid at that time. And I came from a pretty aggressive dad, you know, and I, I, I had that in me and I was like, Looking at him like wimpy, like wimpy. If someone doesn't give you spaghetti and you want it, like don't crawl under the table. Like I wanted him to be more like that. True. Uh, yeah. And and you know, now he has come, he's definitely assertive, you know, many years later. But gosh, the poor guy, he was like 24, 25. You know, back in those days, not many people went out to dinner. We certainly didn't. No, once in a while. And I guess it was an occasion that we were, I think it was probably meeting Ed. Mm-hmm. All oh, about. A, and now was, was your mom assertive? Oh, boy. At, at restaurants? Oh, absolutely. But okay. in a very sweet way, in a charming little cute way. And they also with mixed in with her little OCD They would get to a table and this drove us crazy more than not ordering on the menu. 
she would sit somewhere and when she would say, oh, hon, I'm sorry, but the air condition's a little too cold for me. Is there any way you could um, turn it down? Or could we change our table and sit over there? And she was so cute. They would say, sure, sure. But then we would all be like, or my dad would be like, oh. And then they'd finally sit down. And then maybe she would say, oh, hon, I hate to bother you, but the glass is dirty. <laughs> change this. So now that starts building. And then we settle mom. And then all dad wants is what's what he wants to eat even if it's not on the menu and he already had the tension of getting settled into the right seat it was a lot of dysfunction oh that's a lot of tension for a fun night out yeah but see now looking back at it we all understand where that came from and we're kind about right right and you don't see it when you're in the dynamic it was the family dynamic that it wasn't an easy, simple thing because someone with OCD has issues right. that have to be met and no one acknowledged it and no one understood it. We just appeared to be like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't deal with any of that because we never went out to dinner, but um, that would that would make me very uncomfortable, that whole scene. And then it would be like, why, you know, would you really even want to go out to dinner? Because, you know, it's going to be tense. Very true. Yeah. Very true. yeah. So, but anyway, let's but go. But the moral of the story is be kind to your servers. Yes. But also order what you want. Yeah. And now I have not come to the conclusion of whether I think it's worthwhile to ask the server, which... <laughs> menu item they would prefer i'm I'm still not sold on that <laughs> well because she may say i like everything and she may also say i don't care just order what you want i'm just here to take i've got the pad of paper in my hand i just need you to tell me what you want <laughs> oh this was fun oh good stuff all right fun weekend recap we had a ball and i suggest that all of you out there have a weekend with your besties because it really does recharge you yes it does we hope you enjoyed this episode here are the takeaways number one if you feel uncomfortable when you arrive at a hotel or motel it's okay to decide not to stay there number two be kind to wait staff and make sure you tip them. Number three, if spaghetti's not on the menu, don't order spaghetti. Number four, make time to share a meal with your besties, and if possible, a whole weekend. It's great for your soul. Thanks again for listening. When you communicate, communicate kindly and transform the world one conversation at a time. <laughs>